This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found on Gadget Geek show number 309, recorded on May 13th, a Saturday, by the way, our first Saturday kind of live show, 2017. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. There's reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the Average Guy.tv studios. And we have beautiful, very sunny, like 81 today, 81 degrees Fahrenheit. It's Bellevue, Nebraska. In fact, I'm going to get the show done today, and then I'm going to go out and mow the lawn. It's just beautiful out there, gorgeous. Of course, we post a show with world-class show notes out at the Average Guy. TV. Don't forget, you can join us live on our mobile app, sponsored by LastPass, great friends of the podcast, and a great way to listen to the program on the road. If you're out traveling, it's stream streaming available there, a great way to listen live. Not today, not on the screen here. Normally, I've got Spreaker up, but uh, not today. But typically, we are broadcasting live on Spreaker as well. I want to thank for their sponsorship. If you want to get those apps, just have them available just in case you're traveling, an emergency on the road. You can get those at Home Gadget Geeks. Again, just all one word, Home gadgetgeeks.com. Don't forget, we're commercial-free now on YouTube. So if you go out and watch the YouTube videos, no more commercials. I've I've uh, disabled them all. And so, you know, that that ad experience on YouTube isn't always the best. And they were, they're doing some funky things over there anyways. And so I just decided to disable all ads. If you do see one, let me know. I, I kind of want to know. Now, our embedded ads, like the one I just did here, those will stay. Those will continue to stay. But those little pop-ups or the little banner ads from YouTube, they are gone, and we want to thank you for financially supporting the show. For those that do that on Patreon, you can head out to theaverageguy.tv. Click on the Patreon link. We have one and $5 plans. Really, you can put any on that $1 plan. You can put anything you want uh, in there. We appreciate your sponsorship. We try to keep it as commercial-free as possible, and uh, your sponsorship of us on Patreon helps us to do that as well. Head out to theaverageguy.tv. Don't forget, we also have the Amazon affiliate link working now at this point. If you want to head out to Home Gadget Geeks, right below Patreon is the now the Amazon affiliate link. We're not doing anything like bookmarking or any of those things anymore. So it got me in trouble the first time. And uh, so just click on the link. If you can remember, go to theaverageguy.tv, click on the link. It'll pass you through to the Amazon space. We'll get some credit for that. We'll make a few. Uh, some of you have already, and I appreciate that. We're seeing a little bit of that affiliate uh, money coming through. Remember, that's the Tech Scholarship Fund. Uh, it, if you're interested in testing an item around $100 or less, we'll buy that, send it to you. You'll test it, write it, come on the show and talk about it. Um, that worked pretty well when we had the Amazon affiliate link up and running. Before we'd love to get it going again, head out to theaverageguy.tv and click on the Amazon banner. All right. Crazy busy weekend for us, just like everybody else. And uh, my daughter had an honors program on Thursday that I found out about on Wednesday. Which uh, So we moved Valerie down. Uh, she was scheduled to be on from Liberty. She was scheduled to be on. We'll move her again and move her down. We'll get that figured out. Uh, I have one more interview from Infotech, which was really good. And Paul Oliver is going to join us uh, for that as well. I thought I'd play that in. Got a little bit of news and some things to talk about on the backside and some things to highlight. So we'll do that as well. Let's take a second, though. Let's start with this interview with Paul Oliver, and then I'll have some comments on the backside. I'm Jim Collison. We're live from Infotech 2017, I think in our fourth year of broadcasting live from Infotech. And I'm here with Paul Oliver. Paul, I think yeah. this is the second or third time yeah. maybe we've had you on. I think the third, yeah. 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 So welcome back to Infotech. 
hey, let's catch up with you a little bit. Give us a little bit of your background, what you're doing, where you're at, some of those kinds of things, yeah. just so folks know who you are. Right now, I'm uh, I'm at Mosaic, which is uh, it's a company out of Lincoln. Uh, it's owned by Huddle and Nelnet. And uh, what we're doing is basically huddle for the for the classroom. So uh, think of any situation where people will be going through a simulation, like uh, student teaching or nursing school. And uh, what you can do is you can film the the interaction of that student and then mark up in real time whether they did something good or maybe a teachable moment. And you can actually type up annotations. Hey, you should have done this. And then they can go home and, and watch their feedback and see exactly what they did um, and, and what the feedback was for that moment. It's a great, yeah. great product. So uh, I'm doing that. And my stack right now is .NET um, and then AWS. So we're using uh, Node and Python and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. Well, and so for folks who don't know, Huddle is sports software, right, yes. where you can film people batting or throwing yes. or catching or whatever, right? A full, yeah. full football, football games. games, practices, basketball games. Right. And then, uh, so someone and films film. those, yeah. moves them to the cloud. Yes. They get broken up and some stats and some other things yeah. I think get added to them at that point yeah. for you then. So you're just taking that same model and saying any yeah. kind of repeatable skill that I can film and exactly. watch and then give feedback on. Yeah. As I was thinking about this um, at our church, we, you know, every Sunday we get a video at the end. Yes. And it's sent back to the production team and they say, hey, watch your part or here's what yeah. you look like. Have you ever thought about going into the church space and allowing to. That is an awesome one. No, we haven't yeah. thought of that one yet. Interesting. It's cool because other kinds of new industries have kind of revealed themselves to us. One thing is uh, aeronautics, going to pilot school. People will, will, uh, go through training simulations and, a, and like a, a mock cockpit. Yeah. And they want to, those are long simulations, like four yeah. hours long. You don't want to watch four hours of film to see what you did wrong. So it's great that we can pinpoint like at the one hour and 12 minute mark, you pull the dial you shouldn't have, you know, yeah. and that's why you went into a free yeah. fall or whatever. Oh, what if so. there were sensors on those dials too, that then automatically yes. like create an event, right? Absolutely. And so those events would be recorded and you could easily go back and find oh, those yeah. events. I could see this too for speech and debate. Um, if you are in a competition and you want to see moments where you probably had high level of energy or maybe an area where you need to ramp it up, instead of watching the whole thing, you can get right yeah. at that. Uh, band competitions. Is, is there any analytics on the back or any automated analytics on the back end? Are you guys able to find things in the video? We just interviewed a guy who is using some software that you could put on a doorbell or a video camera that detects movement and yeah. can track a car or a dog or a person, you know? Yeah, this is great. So there's, we're experimenting with it a little bit Yeah. because when we transcode a video, we actually take those frames and then we can analyze them. And then Amazon has an image recognition service called recognition and we can pipe those images to them. And it'll tell you whether that image had a dog in it or cats or people, how many people. And we we're like, you know, wrap up elastic search with it and then hopefully give you more insights. Yeah. You can search a video. What was that video that had a dog in it? You know, be able to search that. Right. But uh, well, it's, and, it's and impressive what's available to you in the cloud. And security yeah. cameras, it's important because you don't want to watch to your point. Exactly. You don't want to watch all that film. Like you no. want to go back to what were the moments of movement and yeah. what were the movement that I was interested in? It, they got a certain distance from my house or... Yes. They were right. You want that. You want kind of those smart pieces of data that you don't want to track the, you know, kind of the whole piece going in. So Sighthound is the name of that company Sighthound. that's doing. Um, yeah. We we asked them. We, we're going to try and do an interview on Home Gadget Geeks with nice. them. But um, yeah. 
I thought, wow, really, really cool. Some, some very cool processes in what you're doing as well. When we think of speech, there are tons of videos that I do. I mean, in a podcasting sense, I could load that video in and you guys could do some analysis on that as well, right? And there would yeah. might be some moments or to break up some conversation or to figure out when I ask the next question, you know, yeah. some of those yeah. kinds so, of things. So we, you can also uh, take the audio and transcribe it. And so we are experimenting with that. It's one of those things where we can grab uh, grab some audio and take the words and then allow you to search it and then maybe even put that at the bottom of the screen or allow you to jump to that point in time yeah. where you said, you know, something about, you know, data and then it will jump to that point in the video. Yeah, so. that's great. We, uh, using a similar, I'm using a, a tool called Auphonic that yeah. I can load my audio to and then nice. it will transcribe it and put some yes. time stamps in it as well. And, and I'm using the Google um, translation engine. Yeah. What are you guys using to, for the translation uh, pieces in there? Because, yeah. you know, that's the hardest part, right? Yeah. Understanding, especially apparently I'm, a, I'm hard to understand sometimes because yeah. I put other people and it transcribes it way better yeah. <laughs> than when I'm talking. But what, yeah. how, what are you guys using to get that transcription? There's done? an open source tool for Linux that we would, we're uh, playing with on a VM. And I can't recall the name right now. We're also looking at Amazon has a service called Lex. And Lex is basically the engine that fires Alexa queries. So when you say, Alexa, what time is the movie playing? Um, it actually takes that speech and converts it to text. And they open that service up to developers, too. That's so cool. we're going to play with both and see which gives us better results. Yeah, well, I yeah. think we're still a little bit of ways away. I think you would find that it's, that's maybe, I'd say, 85% accurate. Is that yeah, what you're seeing today seeing for the too, most unfortunately. part? Yeah. yeah, I just think yeah. it's going to take time. You know, machine learning and, and understanding of natural language is a really, really difficult process. I think the the if you learn a voice, if the machine can learn the voice, it's much more accurate in the future. Yeah. And we're not to the point today where we can tour tons of my, my voice files in the cloud yet <laughs> to compare those, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. how cool would it be when the camera would recognize, oh, that's me, and then I would have an open repository of my voice, my wave, wow. what I make, that is and cool. it could ping that API and say, yeah. okay, this is Jim Collison. He has a, a, a voice file on in our Here's records. Here's his profile. Yeah. This is what, what is now I'm going to translate like, based yeah. on that. And I, I know for us podcasters, too, and maybe in your space as well, what, knowing the difference of when you're talking and then when I'm talking, because that's yeah. confusing, too, in a transcript, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. It all meshes together, like, just right there. You said absolutely in the middle of yeah. my sentence, but that's you and not me. You yeah. know, the computer's still not they really They can't good. do that. It's just yeah. the text of what yeah. was said. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very, very cool. I, mm. I'm going to have to follow some of the, the work yeah. that you're doing there, because I think it pertains a lot to what we're doing with media. Oh, for sure. And, and the way yeah. we're talking and, yeah. and, the, and the way we're doing things. So. Yeah. Um, you're here, which I'm very interested in this, because you're here talking about kind of Amazon skills. Yes. And that is, uh, and Alexa, well, we have to be careful just when we say that, right? Because yeah, that starts invoking If you have music. a device at home, like an Echo, you probably want to shut it off right now. Because <laughs> we'll be saying that wake word a lot. We may try and say just the Amazon device. Amazon. We'll uh, try as, that. As uh, we're going through this. That's uh, been one of the hardest parts about podcasting about those devices as you invoke them. Oh, same yeah, thing yeah. with that one from Microsoft. Same yeah. thing with that one from, from Google. Google. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can you can invoke them. And I was watching. I've been watching a lot of um, uh, March Madness basketball. Yeah. It's that it's that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, March Madness is going on here in the U.S. And I've noticed some of the Amazon commercials for the device, and they come out right out and say 
the wake word. And yes. then, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how many of those they're setting off. Well, I, I think they have a, a pre, they, I think they preload them with ignore this sound uh, clip because okay. they're not setting them off oh. in my experience that's when a great I, we do this. So I think, okay. I think, I think they were smart about it. That's good. That's good but, to know. So right now I'm like planning this talk and I've actually uploaded a YouTube video of it. And while I'm recording it at home, that thing is going off constantly behind me, so I had to unplug it. I keep forgetting, yeah. Yeah. but at the beginning of the video, I put a, uh, a disclaimer, please unplug your device, or I call it Burbexa, which also is a good code word. That's... Then I can say it, and they get what I'm saying. Yeah. But, I've uh, heard uh, other podcasts where they've given it a nickname of some oh, kind. Yeah. At, at our house, when we want to talk about her, we call her Lexi. Oh, so that's, that's kind of the that's the wake word upstairs, and then we have that other device that starts with an E downstairs. <laughs> yes. So we just call it the dot. Uh, yeah. And then it then we kind of know, and it doesn't set it off. That's smart from that standpoint. But yeah. you're you're talking about yeah. skill development. I'm yeah. interested because I want to develop a skill for podcasters yeah. to be able to say, uh, "Hey, device, play Home Gadget Geeks," and it will just automatically yeah. go into that skill, and then maybe provide some options. What are you yeah. What are you talking about in your session today? So what we're going to build today is uh, a, lot, a lot of the skills out there, the tutorials, they're real basic. They're like, yeah. hello world, or um, today's question is, and you have to hand type that in. I wanted to take it up a notch and actually have you talk to a third party's service. And so, and do C Sharp. So I, I, really, I really made it tough on me in a 45 minute session and explain how uh, the Burbexa service works. Yes. It's really hard to do. So... Um, but I was excited. I actually have been able to pull it off. But what I'm talking about today is um, we're going to say uh, device, what's the capital of and a country? And I'll actually look up the capital for you and then the population of that country. And uh, we're going to do that start to finish, start with a blank slate and actually code it up in C Sharp and then upload it to AWS Lambda. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a fun thing to see how easy it is to build one of these skills. Yeah. Now, it's not hard. easy for a developer... I'm, yes. I'm not a software developer, yeah. although I manage them. I don't uh -huh. write code myself. I was an old PL SQL guy, and I can yeah. get data out of a database hey, if you if you put good. a gun to my head <laughs> at this point. It's been 10 years or so. Don't but use that drop command. That's what's bad. The, that's right. Undo. The, um, uh, so why C Sharp? I mean, yeah. is it just because that's what you're most familiar with? And then yeah. the skill set really, um, when the, the skills API or the SDK kind of assume some you've got some development background even they they say anybody could do this yeah you, you i think it's a little be, bit can you talk a little bit about the yeah. challenges of the code itself and why c sharp sure uh c sharp to prove uh to prove out um that you could do net on aws lambda um up until november december actually you couldn't use any net languages on aws lambda it was all python node.js that sort of thing um but then they announced just a few months ago, you could use C Sharp. I wanted to prove out that it could be done. And I know there's a lot of .NET people in Omaha that yeah. would be interested in that. Then secondly, um, if you are going to develop an, uh, a device skill for Amazon device, you would want to use Node.js probably. That is the most popular one. And that is not something for the faint of heart. Node is a finicky you know, beast. It's really tough to work with if you don't understand how that code works. So I, I think it's unfortunate they're saying that anybody could do it. It's not there yet. Yeah, they have templates that'll get you like far quickly. Yeah. But when you get into things like playing sound clips and stuff, it's going to be a little yeah, bit tough. Sound clips, and they have some uh, audio templates that that they do. Yeah. They they require you put a certain number of actions in. But yeah. then I couldn't figure out how yes. to fill in the other actions. You know, skip ahead, 
go back, some of those other actions yeah, that they that's have pretty built in. stuff that you're trying to do. Yeah. Right? But um, it can be can be done. And I haven't actually built a skill that complex yet. I've read documentation <laughs> and went, wow. But um, if you have that skill, and if we build this skill, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, um, it's audio, it's podcasting. Right. It's a perfect medium for it. And being able to just play that podcast without pulling out your iPhone or your Android device, it's just sitting there on the couch and listening to yeah. it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, in my case, what I'd love to have is a podcast uh, skill where you can just plug in an RSS feed. So I can, when I subscribe to it on the on on the device, on the uh-huh. Amazon device, I almost said it. Um, <laughs> I almost said it. It'll, you know, I can invoke that podcast and not yeah. just play it, but there may be some other skill-like things, questions, contact information. Yeah. Hey, send a voice message to the to the podcaster, you know, I'd love Ooh, to be able to get cool. instant feedback through my Amazon device after the podcast is over. So after I've listened to it on there, it would, she would prompt me to say, do you have any feedback? I'm recording, right? How cool would that, that would be? That would be awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason why you couldn't do any of that. I know. The, the audio file could be recorded and then saved in, you know, an S3 bucket. And then you just have like, a, bu- a bucket full of messages that you can go play. I just need awesome. to fire, find an aspiring developer who's who's <laughs> willing to, to, because I think yeah. it could even be something. You know, there are. I'm here talking about podcast marketing yeah. today, and I there's a growing. The the point yeah. I'm going to make is there's a growing number of podcasters and companies. Gallup is one of those where we For take sure. podcasting very seriously now. Where that could be a great. Um, you know, great service to them, as well as I want to. We are coming up with a strengths finder app for Alexa, and we've been we've been That's thinking awesome. about that and working testing with that. And I would love to be able to plug in my podcast to that app, yes. right? So tell me about yeah. you've taken you've taken strengths finder. I've taken strengths finder. So do you know? Yeah. Do you remember what your number one yeah. theme is? What's your number one theme? Input. So you could yeah. say, "Hey, Amazon device, tell me more about input," and it would yeah. come back and give you some definitions oh, or stuff wow. about you, right? Yeah. It might know who you are. and So I, I read the Strength Space Leadership book and they have each strength and it tells you tips for how you should interact with people with that strength. Yeah. Well, I thought that would be awesome if you build that into the skill um, to give you tips. Or if you have somebody on your team that has a, has a strength that you're not that familiar with to give you tips on how you should interact with them. Yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. What a cool There's idea. Some, what, what, about, what if you tied your team in? So, oh, yeah. This is on your desk at yeah. work, and you tie your team in, and it would remind you of certain things about your team members. Yeah. Or, oh, wow. Hey, and t- keeping in mind what your strengths are and right how you on. should interact with that person. Right on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Think of the machine learning that would could be required behind that to tie yes. you to the team and to give you some good advice uh-huh. on the back end. Saying that, that cool. Paul, and knowing what you know about skill development, is it is it really, really hard to get that done? Or No. Uh, no, no, no. It's your only your hardest thing is just storing that in a database and being able to retrieve it fast. And yeah. I've just used DynamoDB and it wouldn't be hard. <laughs> well, good. Awesome. Well, it's we're we're uh, we're in tenant early, early, early stages, cool. and so we're kind of working through. Man, I wanna, that. I, I'd love yeah. to hear how that goes. We'll have to I'll have to keep you posted. In in getting ready for this session that you're doing, anything surprise you when we think about skill development and the work that you've done? Anything surprise you in that space? You know, the biggest thing is I did not expect so many companies to come out with home devices so quickly and around each other. And they're all very similar. Um, yeah. and, and so it's hard to compare all three of them. And I haven't compared them that well. I've just heard 
things. So you so, would be referring to the the Google Home, right? And, and the then Microsoft the Microsoft's too. Cortana, yeah. right? And I love, I've been messing around a lot with Cortana. And there's, I think Microsoft has said they're going to try and come out with a SDK that will convert skills, Amazon oh, skills, into Cortana skills. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. And have you done yeah. any, have you looked at the Google infrastructure? Does it have similar availability? Other than um, there, I've heard that they have troubles with audio. So when they're playing music, it's hard to hear you say their wake word. Yeah. And so, yeah. but other than that, I've heard it's pretty similar as far as what it, what it can do. Do you yeah. use your device for other things other than development? Or are you? Man, I love playing. There's two games on there I like to play. Jeopardy, and then there's one called The Magic Door. And my kids, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure, almost like you're, you're trapped and you got to escape. It's awesome. And, and so is that multiple choice? You're yes. here. It's kind of like the old days. Uh, I remember we would get these on old DOS screens. Yes. You know, you're here, Oregon yeah, Trail, like the early days of Oregon yeah. Trail. It's that like way. one of those uh, MUDs, too, like where you'd play those games online and it says, pick up key, go to this. Yeah. But they made it and they have sound effects and you're in a room and it's really cool. So yeah. we have no idea what it, what these home devices are going to look like five years from now. Yeah. This is just infancy. And it's pretty interesting to to kind of see us as we figure out what to do with these devices. Yeah. Paul, are you worried about security at all on those? The other day I was, um, I had a, I had a medical procedure done and I was talking about it. And the next day it showed up in my Facebook feed. Oh uh, yeah. And I so, was like, Hey, I think that's Facebook on your phone. They actually yeah, do listen on your phone. They do. Um, yes, for sure. Hey, of course, this is a listening device. Are this you worried about security device. at all? On this? So there was a recent high profile case where there was a, you know, a, a crime that was committed. And um, the, I think it was the FBI subpoenaed the Amazon company, asked, hey, can you give us all the audio? And they kind of fought it. They eventually released the audio. And um, it is interesting. You, like, you wonder, what are they, what are they recording? Um, I run Wireshark just to see what is it actually sending up. And it's encrypted, so it's hard to oh, tell. Oh, so you can see, you can monitor your own feed of what's going up? Yeah, well, you can see that it's sending stuff. Yeah. You can't read what okay. it is. Okay, all right. But it looks like it's only recording. To me, it only looks like it records when you say the wake word. Okay. So I feel okay with it Yeah. as well, long as... I think it needs to record it to be able to send it to your app, right? Yes. That is one of those things because you get in the Alexa app. I'm sorry, in yes. the device app. Yes. Darn it. Oh. When you open your <laughs> device app, it actually, you can play the recordings that it heard. And then yeah. you can give it feedback whether it's it's right. transcribing right. you properly. Yeah, and that is it is cool. They're being transparent. They're showing you that they are recording. But um, you know, I, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm not too concerned with these home devices as much as I am with my phone because I do know that you know there's apps that actually have access to your microphone at all times. And Facebook is notorious for this. They're listening to what you say and then they're showing you ads about it. And I just think that's icky. I don't yeah. like that at all. No. So. Yeah, it seems like the home devices are actually the good guys right now. Well, yeah, the I think there's equal not. concerns about all those things and who's listening when and who has yeah. access to it. And I wasn't so freaked out by the NSA, you know, a couple of years ago when we were getting, you know, our phones were being um, listened to our phone calls and some of those kinds of things. This seems much more intrusive. It seems yeah. like it's on all the time. The microphones right? are much better, too. Yeah. Like if you've ever had one of these devices, you can be across the room. And just say the word in casual conversation, and it's listening. Yeah. Whereas my phone, like, probably wouldn't be able to pick that up across the room. Right. So. Well, we have some challenges ahead for us yeah, for, for sure, sure when we think about those devices. Interesting that you're working on that. Uh, yeah. When you when you said that uh, earlier, I was like, yes, because <laughs> I think that's really the future when we think of the way we order products, the yes. way we interact with news. Um, I use the um, um, that 
that uh, the daily update, you know, where I say my flash, you know, my flash yeah. briefing. I say that every morning. I don't know. I couldn't just remember no, that here. It's a little um, weird word. Yeah, it is weird, but it is. It's different enough yeah. that it doesn't trigger something yeah. else, right? Um, and I'll just say, "Hey, play my flash briefing." Those things are really, really helpful. Like I can right. say that without having to change the mode of what I'm doing. Exactly. Right. And Making so, breakfast, and you can hear the updates yeah. in the background. We've that. just put Cortana in the kitchen, and so now that's hooked up, and we're going to be doing some testing with that oh, to love see to hear what you find. Kind of A B, like who does what because. Yeah. Certainly, um, you know, we have found the Amazon device does not search very well, but yeah. Cortana, because it's built on top of Bing, it does some amazing searches yeah. um, from that standpoint. And so there's some, and, and Cortana, Cortana's productivity is its connectivity to your email and some of its your productivity and your yeah. driving and some of those things are pretty cool. So I think I, I just wish I was a little younger so I would get to see the next 50 years, you know, maybe, yeah. so maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be around that long. But um, Paul, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for taking absolutely. a few minutes to come by. Always great to catch up yeah. with you. What uh, When's your session? What time? 1.15. Similar to a certain person that's also given a session at 1.15. Yes, that's yeah. right. So we'll, we'll miss that. Yeah. But uh, I, at least I got I got some yeah. follow-up from you here, and maybe we can touch base about that. So Excellent. hang tight. We're going to grab the uh, the keynote speaker and, uh, and bring him in. Uh, John will be here uh, shortly. So I'm going to shut the mics off if you're watching live. We'll be right back. All right. Probably one of my more favorite... Um, interviews that day, kind of talking in the sweet spot of, uh, of course, uh, the Amazon devices, uh, Cortana, Google Home, skill set development. We just recently, oh, I'll actually play this through for you. Um, we recently at Gallup, now this is a skill only enabled, only enabled by, I'm on the developer side of this, so you can't invoke this on your own. But of course, you know, with Gallup, StrengthsFinder. Uh, stuff and we're toying with a little bit of uh, of a strengths app for it. So if I say Echo, Echo, open strengths. Welcome to Dawn, your personal Clifton Strengths coach. What would you like to know? Echo off. So there's okay. a goodbye. There's a bunch of things we've programmed into that. We're starting to we're starting to really kind of look and see what's helpful to our business. And and I'm kind of hoping to get our podcast embedded in there. So when someone uh, invokes a strength, a strength, a question about it, they'll get an option. Would you like to listen to a podcast about this? And we've built these audio podcasts available on all 34 of our themes twice. We've got, we're in season three, so we've got that available um, as well. So we're, we're pretty geeked about that. We have a, we actually have some, uh, I think we're getting some outside help with that as well as some folks working on the inside. And so uh, um, pretty cool, some some pretty cool options coming uh, with that as well. Before I let you go, uh, I do a, a couple things I wanted that, that came out this week that I kind of want to uh, cover. One, I'll show you here real quick. So you can see Skype there. And uh, one of the cool things, they knew have this new security bot by Metacert, which I, f I find kind of interesting. Now there's other different, there's other ways to do this, but for the average guy from a tech standpoint, uh, what this bot does um, is it really gives you an opportunity. If you have a URL that you are questioning um, or a short link that you're questioning. So like, you know, a tiny URL or a bit.ly or any of those, and you really can't see past or behind that, that link, you know, and that can, can be kind of key, right? You see these links on the web and you can't, you kind of can't see past them. You can drop those links inside and uh, I'm going to copy and paste this one. They give you an example in this bot. So if you're on the newest version, Windows 10, 
you're on the newest version of Skype. You need to make sure that's updated as well. And then um, you can go to this. You can enable this security bot. And uh, they give me an example here, this tinyurl.com. And then, you know, I, I typically couldn't see what that is. And it links to this example.com. You probably don't want to go to that. I, don't, I think that's a phishing malware site. But if I hit, if I put that in the, uh, in, you know, in the message box and hit enter, it goes out and does a query for me. And it says, uh, here's what I found. Check, uh, we're checking this URL. I put it in there. Redirect is to example.com. And it's classified as pornography. And so they are at this service, the security service is using this bot to make that easy. You can, you can throw in regular URLs as well if you want to. I'm going to grab Microsoft's URL. Hopefully they're, they won't come back unclassified. And I'll throw that in. Microsoft.com for the English version. And here's what we found. It's, does, it's not a redirect. And they're classifying it as technology and computing. That's pretty cool. They're making, now that people are using it, they're making updates to this this bot. This is actually one of the most helpful bots that I found yet in Skype. And I don't know, there's 15 or so, maybe maybe more. I haven't counted them. Maybe more, maybe less. But so far, this is the most this is the most helpful bot that I've found when we think about uh, stuff that the bot can actually do. There's a couple health bots in there when we think about it. you can put you know, I'm feeling these are my symptoms and it's going to attempt to come back with some, you know, some diagnosis. Now, they'll be very, very clear. They don't replace a doctor. They don't replace a, you know, a healthcare provider. But some initial, hey, I've, you know, this, I'm not feeling well like this. What could it be? Some of those bots are pretty cool uh, in there. They have a whole bot section inside of Skype. Let me look at now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. A couple games. Um, uh, maybe 30 bots that are in there now. Um, it actually has one, uh, it's called your face, which is kind of interesting. You can enable that and you can put a picture of your face in and it's going to tell you, it's going to make a guess. Uh, here, I'll show you. I'll show you that one. That's pretty cool. It's going to make a guess. Uh, so there I took a picture of myself and threw it in there and it came back with, you're a human man. You're about 48.1, which is weird. That was kind of weird. It got me because I'll be 49 this year. This I did this back in December. So it got me at 48. Um, you're visually challenged. Well, that's no doubt, right? I have glasses. So that was uh, pretty interesting. And then it says you're putting on a brave face, whatever that means. I did try some other uh, pictures in there just to see what it would do. And um, so when I put a picture of snow, it said I'm not really in the mood for trans for trains covered in snow. Okay. And then, so it, um, it's interesting how it, uh, it makes a run at finding when you can load these pictures. And so some of these bots, um, are pretty interesting to say the least. Um, it, it is, um, and Ken says, we go back to the security body goes, cool bot. Does anyone use a web page that has the same functionality. I don't know. I'm Ken. I'm assuming there are. I just didn't. Uh, sometimes uh, any any virus software has this built into it. I know I use Bitdefender, and it's got that kind of built in to make sure that uh, it's checking for me. Um, and I get a little red. You know, I get a little check mark by it that says um, it's it's a good site to go to. So it's pretty cool. But you can see the bots here. There are a variety of bots available can't read a, a whole web page, you can bring the web page in here and it will summarize it for you. So if you had a web page that has a whole bunch of text, you can put the URL in there and it will summarize it for you. You might want to check it out. It's interesting. I found these again. They're on the very, we're on the very, 
edge of them being kind of interesting. The security bot was one that I, I thought, you know, hey, if you're in Skype all the time and you want to check a tiny URL or check a short URL before you go, that may not be a bad way to do it. And so, um, you know, some good when we think about bots. We're going to talk. We do have, we did secure Veronica Belmont. She will be on with us. And I sent out a newsletter um, asking you all to be here live that night. That would be awesome to have you here. Let me just scroll down into the schedule section of what we have. And she is coming on now June 8th and love to have you come. Aaron, by the way, Aaron Lawrence is coming back too, May 25th. Um, not next week, but the week after. And uh, and she's going to have some great tech stuff as well. So you might want to join us for those, getting some more ladies, lo- lady podcasters. And uh, we'll be talking about bots with with Veronica on June 8th. And I'd love to have you come out to the live show that we, that we will do live. Ryan in the chat room says, uh, did I understand you to say that you have a flash briefing? I knew Dave did. How hard is it to make? So, uh, Ryan, I did attempt to make a flash briefing. I didn't, my material does not really lend itself very well to the flash briefing concept. And I had gone out to develop my own skill. We'd call it um, home gadget geek skill. Not as easy as it seems. Not as easy for me. Maybe there's a crack developer out there that listens to the show that's doing Amazon skills that would make that kind of easy and could give me the code. I couldn't figure it out very easily. I mentioned before we're trying that same concept at work, and the skills app that we created for the for the device um, that's that strengths app. I'm hoping they'll embed those audio files as well. Um, we have a little work to do there. So no, it it was hard for me to make. I, I don't think making Amazon skills is average guy stuff. I just don't think it is. Um, they kind of allude to it that it kind of is. I don't necessarily believe it. So I tried and I couldn't get it going. So, but maybe one of you can, if you're a listener and um, maybe you, you've got the mojo to put a skill together. If you're interested in partnering with me on that, to get a home gadget geek skill. What I'd just love to say is, Hey device, play home gadget geeks or open home gadget geeks. And it would give you the opportunity to play, you know, right from your device. And uh, you know, I've experimented with Cortana and some of those other things. And so I think these, you know, these assistants are the way to go with a lot of this. I just think eventually we'll be speaking this in our car and some some of those um, some of those kinds of things moving forward. All right, a couple things. Uh, when we think about Windows announcements this week, I will not try and cover these long play because, you know, Windows Weekly and even Rich Hay over at Windows Observer cover them pretty well and in depth. But just a couple things that you, you want to know along the lines of Microsoft. Of course, they announced... New hardware in the in a Windows 10 in a Surface laptop, also coming with Windows 10 S, which is a uh, a slim down. They say it doesn't stand for slimmed or stripped, but or security or any of those. But really, a Windows Store only um, version of Windows that will be rolling out um, here and give folks the opportunity to only download apps out of the store. Of course, that has its inherent problems, and so um, it, it's one of those things where um, you, you, you don't have access to any of the apps. And so the good news is Windows 10 S will roll with a free upgrade to Pro. To Pro. I think that's going to go through the end of the year. And so you can, if you buy a piece of equipment and it's got Windows 10 S, you can, for now, upgrade until the end of 2017 um, for free. It's going to be a $50, $100 upgrade after that, I think, something along those lines. But really, Windows attempt to get back into the market. I'm not going to talk much more about that. It's been covered Rich Hay is doing a nice job of covering it on on uh, the Windows Observer, 
And if you haven't been listening to that, you might want to go out and take a peek at it. One of the other apps that I'm interested in watching that became available, I haven't uh, downloaded or tried it or used it yet, but they have a story remix app that's coming in the Windows Insider off, it's on the fast ring and, uh, and it's a replacement for movie maker. I used movie maker actually to produce these podcasts and uh, I've been kind of wondering to see where Microsoft is going with the next version of that. And I think it's going to arrive in, in this latest version. So I've got a, I've got a VM and a physical piece of physical box on the inside ring. And, you know, we'll search for those here a little bit later today. But um, yeah, uh, Drashnimus says Windows, uh, it's, the S stands for store. Yeah, it could. Um, I, the, the point of that is, is that it's just going to be a store only version. So um, I, I like S for store. That will work um, as well. But um, some interesting things coming. If you're, if you're on Windows 10 and uh, you want to be on the insider ring, you don't have to really do anything to sign up for that. Just go in and enable and the settings enable to go on the fast ring. Do not do that to your production box. Do not use that to the box. It literally, we're getting updates about every five days and it does a complete install. Um, and so it's a little messy. I would I would do that on a separate box on a VM. If you're running Windows 10, you do have access to Hyper-V and you can uh, do another instance of Windows. You have to have the light licensing and some of those other things, but you can uh, you could go fastering, you go fastering there. So a good way to stay up on all the things that are going on on Windows. I'm excited about some of the stuff rolling forward. This would be, um, threshold three. Is that, is that right? Am I getting that right? doesn't sound right. Um, that's not the right word. You guys will help me in the chat room. I'm somehow blanking on the actual, the, the actual windows term. I should know that, but for, you know, you get in these situations where you need to keep talking and you can't necessarily keep thinking threshold was another version, but, um, coming up on they're on their third version of it. And, um, if you're on the fast ring, great way to stay up of everything that's going on. We uh, make it a short show today. I appreciate you guys. A few of you come, Drashna and Ken and, and Ryan. Thanks for coming out. Ryan said in chat, he's going to, uh, I'm going to give it a go. Ryan, I'm assuming when you say you're going to give it a go, you're going to kind of look at those, those Amazon skills. Um, I'd certainly work with you. If, if you're going to do that, let me, Redstone, thank you. No. So um, Redstone was the was the key word for the Windows and the threshold was an older version. So, um, yeah, Ryan, if you're interested in helping me out with it or you want to give it a try or you want to do some things, we can do that around Home Gadget Geeks. And uh, I can get you access to a few things um, if, if needed. Love to give it a try. Just a couple quick reminders. One, if you want to support the show, you can always do that through the Patreon link if you want to do it that way. If you can't remember to click on the Amazon link that we have right underneath it, Patreon is a great way to do it. I want to thank everybody who's out there on Patreon um, doing that. You guys are fantastic. And and I actually thought at one point in time our Patreon support was going to drop off after the stickers. You know, we did stickers for you guys, and you all jumped in really well. And I thought, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's not going to last too long. And uh, you know what? You guys have stayed around. In fact, the support level has stayed current in the, in the right spot. Uh, Brian Auer, Paul Brarin, Kevin Schoonover. Uh, Clarify Your Purpose is the name there, so I appreciate your support of that. Justin Simmons, John Biggs. Dennis Pillow, uh, Nathaniel Lindley, Emily Prokop, Mark Robson, Eric Janoski. If I'm pronouncing that right, Eric. Peter Dennert, uh, Jim Shoemaker, uh, M.B. Gilbertson, Dwayne Johnson, Malcolm Lacey, Mike Weger, and the North Omaha History Podcast, which is a new podcast I've found here in the Omaha area that I really like. Those guys have stepped up as well. So we appreciate you guys doing that on, on Patreon, those supporters. If you want to support us, Head out to TheAverageGuy.tv and just click on the Patreon link, and that'll put you 
in and uh, you can see a dollar to five dollars, whatever you want to do. Uh, we always just appreciate it and uh, good fun. And uh, it helps. Every little bit helps. And uh, and we appreciate what you do there. You can also contact me via email if you want to do that. And I, I continue surprised at how many came out on a Saturday with a tweet. So you guys must be watching Twitter. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jay Collison. You can also find the show via email, jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. Great way to just send me an email if you've got comments, questions, contributions, feedback, whatever you want to do. You might want to send me an email, and I always appreciate it. Don't forget that the TheAverageGuy.tv platform, web hosting, and media hosting provided by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from those you know and you trust. $10 a month is the plan that gets you in, gets you a great WordPress site, plus all the hosting. If you're thinking about hosting a podcast or you want to do something media-related, Maple Grove Partners is where you want to go. Of course, you know that's Christian. Head out to maplegrovepartners.com. And of course, don't forget about the mobile app if you'd like to get that downloaded. It's for free. And we thank LastPass for their sponsorship of our mobile app. They continue to be great partners. We're having them back here in the middle of the summer. And uh, we appreciate their sponsorship of the show. Well, normally, we are out here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. That's 99% of the time. We did a Saturday today, which is very, very interesting. I'm going to let this thing render. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to have some lunch. (laughs) Then I'm going to post it this afternoon. Uh, Guys in the chat room, thanks for coming out. I'll stay around for a few minutes if you have any additional questions. Uh, You guys don't. You guys do pretty well. But uh, I'll stay around for a few minutes after this. But um, join us on most Thursdays, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, TheAverageGuy.tv Live. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.